Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Welcome to The Bite. Nathan with you here this week. Uh, We are reading a very short verse from the 13th chapter of Matthew, verse 33, and it reads, He, meaning Jesus, told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Today's passage comes in the midst of a chapter chock full of parables about the kingdom of heaven and what it's supposed to be like. Author Madeline Lingle says, Jesus was not a theologian. He was God who told stories. I love this quote and I love this idea, especially when considering the definition of theology as the study of religious faith, practice, and experience, according to Webster's. Jesus did not appear to study God or even perhaps study scripture, unless the fact that we're told virtually nothing of Jesus' youth is due to the fact that he was catching up on a lot of long hours of Bible reading, but he seemed to be too busy talking to God and relating to God and eventually claiming to be God. The statement, Jesus was not a theologian, is to say that Jesus didn't seem very interested in studying about God. And the statement, he was God who told stories, is to say that he seemed very interested in being in relationship with God and teaching his followers and anyone who had ears to hear who and how God is. And Jesus, the God-man himself, felt stories were the most potent and effective way to do that. Why? Well, for the same reason that I think Lingle's enticing quote has that element of deliciousness to it. Because we love stories. There's something in our makeup that responds very strongly to characters in conflict, to drama, to a hero's journey of deep wants and motivations that meets obstacles and enters conflict in order to come through the other side, transformed or defeated by the journey. But let's back up and take another look at this specific parable in verse 33 of Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. A few observations about this specific parable. The first thing that comes to mind in this word picture that Jesus is painting is that uh, that is a heck of a lot of flour. I mean, 60 pounds? What is this woman baking bread for the whole village? Either way, we're told the kingdom of heaven is like yeast. I think we could insert a tiny pinch of yeast that is mixed into an enormous batch of dough. There's a definite contrast here between the amount of yeast and the amount of dough. As another translation says, even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. There is an inexplicable expansiveness and a holistic working through of this yeast. It leaves no part of the flour untouched, but completely infiltrates every crack, crevice, and corner. The second observation is the choice of the object in the first place. Yeast, flour, bread being likened to the kingdom of heaven. This elusive realm that is God and in which God dwells. The fundamental purpose of yeast, in baking at least, since that's how the story goes in this case, is to make things rise and expand, which makes the kingdom of God, at its core, expansive in its very nature. Dare we say inclusive? 
It only knows how to go outward, to face outward in a posture of generosity and sacrifice and selflessness and inclusion, unlike the whole concept of sin, which misses the mark of the kingdom and only knows how to go inward and collapse in on itself. What if, as C.S. Lewis suggests in The Great Divorce, heaven is a vast, expansive country full of clean air and fresh light that borders on being almost too real, and hell is so shrunken and shriveled and self-obsessed and bent in on itself that at the end of the day it's no bigger than a speck of dust. It seems to line up with the story Jesus tells here. And the third observation is, when thinking about yeast in food production, it's most commonly used in two capacities. In baking to make bread rise, to make things expand, and in the production of alcohol, beer, and wine. Yeast is most common in the production of two edible elements, bread and wine. Make of that what you will. And finally, how beautiful that the element Jesus chooses to highlight in this parable, yeast and making bread, is centered around preparing and sharing food. I highly doubt that lady is making all 60 pounds of that bread for herself. Preparing and sharing food is one of the best ways to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven. That's why I hope Brooklyn virtually never gathers unless it ends around the table. We're all about eating at the table face to face. So to sum it all up, the kingdom of heaven is like making some delicious fresh baked bread for your whole neighborhood and sharing it together. And the kingdom of heaven is also like the central element within that bread that makes it rise makes it grow outward and expand, and leaves not a single piece of it unaffected or untouched, permeating the entire body of the host. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn, and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.